What's up, guys? This is Anime DGens episode 13. I'm Bass. I'm here with my two cohorts, Tyler and Dan. So, guys, we got a little, a, a few fun things that we're going to do with you guys today uh, for our normal episode. And the first thing is going to be same characters, different anime. So, what we're going to do for that is kind of just plug some of our favorite anime characters into a different genre or anime and talk about what we'd like to see uh, happen from that. Then we're going to get into the subbed versus dubbed argument. I know everybody online is stark one way or the other, so I think this is going to be a fun time for us, uh, and you guys can kind of see what we think about it. Also, we're going to start posting our episodes in different segments on YouTube, so go check us out, Anime DGens on YouTube, super easy, so check us out there. Um, if you need a link to it, go check out our link tree at linktree.com backslash Anime DGens. Guys, did you guys want to get started with the uh, same characters, different genre? Yeah, definitely. So I was actually scrolling. I was probably TikTok or something like that. And I saw this really funny ramen noodles commercial where they took <laughs> one piece and put it into like a high school slice of life. And it got me thinking, like, what other shows or like what other genres could we imagine some of our favorite shows in and how we would look at it you know like it was really cool if you guys haven't seen it just go on youtube and type in a one piece ramen commercial and there's like four Ooh. of them but it's really yeah. funny like they reenact all of marine ford in a high school playground giant brawl like what mm -hmm. white beard is like a 90 year old man in a high school for some reason like it's <laughs> it's ridiculous you got to check it out but so we're gonna Very give our, we're gonna give our takes on something like that. So Tyler's gonna get us started off with what do you got, Tyler? Uh, and we'll we'll actually uh, I'll actually post that in Discord if y'all wanna come say what's up and see it. Um, but uh, what what I got first for this uh, new segment is uh, fruits baskets. So I know I know the boys ain't familiar with fruits baskets. It's a uh, supernatural drama with romance added to it, uh, especially like later on. Um, so to give kind of like a summary, since uh, they don't know about it, and uh, probably most of the listeners uh, probably ain't going to know about it as well. Uh, so living in a tent after a family tragedy, Toru Honda's life was headed for misfortune. But a few members of the Soma family discovers her and her tent and offers her a deal. She can stay with them as long as she does house duties in exchange. But she quickly learns that the Soma family has a huge secret, a curse that causes many internal issues in the family as they work together to break it. Um, so I'm currently watching this. I'm in the final season right now. Uh, uh, Bells, you know, is watching it with me uh, in Discord. Cool. Uh, I yeah, I think this is a very good show as it stands right now. But... I'd say it's like around a nine if I had to rate it right now and has potential to like be in my top 10 discussion just because it does it so well. It's like drama, supernatural drama. I think y'all, y'all might actually like it, but uh, I think y'all would really like what I'm about to do to it. Um, so, but it would be fun to see the show from a different angle. That way people that like shonen type anime will actually enjoy a show like this. So let's talk about what I'm going to change. So I want to turn into, huh? I said big bad. Let's go. Yeah. So I want to turn this into a, uh, um, shonen like action anime to kind of spice it up a little bit. Uh, so how I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to explain just a little bit further. 
Uh, so the Soma family has a curse attached to them, like I said before. It allows the head of the clan to be looked at like a god in their eyes, in the Soma family's eyes, and to manipulate the feelings and actions of their family members. And also, when hugged by the opposite sex, they transform into their respective zodiac animals. So, the main antagonist is Akito, which is the clan head that I was talking about. And a few members of the Soma family, with the help of Toru, actually is trying to break that curse so they can be free from Akito's uh, manipulation and just live their own life accordingly, you know? Um, so... I think this would be an even greater story if we added like uh, rival clans and families into it that are trying to All gain right. knowledge and power to control others like Akido. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to take their uh, family secret, I guess you can say, to use it for their own benefit. Um, but where it gets a little crazy is that all the Zodiac members that uh, um, like the Soma family and the rival families they when they turn into their uh uh other forms which they can do at will as well and when they get stressed out and stuff like that they actually i think it would be cool if they gained extra powers and abilities when they entered that form and that uh they have to defend themselves from the other clans that's coming at them trying to steal their uh steal their uh like knowledge and stuff uh, and all the while they're trying to free themselves from this curse internally uh, so that's like a lot of stuff going on at once um, they're having to defend themselves from outsiders they're having to fight a fight internally uh, and I think it has huge potential for uh, uh, big battles honestly and, yeah that sounds like a, a lot of fun um, yeah Especially adding the other clan members, uh, you, you get a lot of uh, interplay there. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You see, this original one, it doesn't really have a lot of outsider stuff, except for Toru, of course, mm-hmm. and like classmates and stuff, since it is a, like a slice of life uh, kind of vibe show. Um, so this would uh, cause it to um, be more tension, I guess, action involved. Uh, and we can kind of keep the story somewhere close to the original um, as we're keeping the internal struggle uh, of the family going. We're just adding to it to just make adding, the action we're, better. We're just adding boxing, which would make this yeah. something that I might enjoy. Um, quick, is it like the Zodiac or the Chinese Zodiac? Uh, it's like the rooster, horse, the Chinese, uh, Zodiac. Chinese Zodiac. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, there, I'm like, are we going to have like a dragon fighting a rat? Or are we going to have Panther <laughs> fighting Leo? You know, I'm trying to figure out which way we're going yeah. with it. That could be really fun, especially if like they turn I don't think there's these... any dragons, but like I said, there's a horse, there's a rat, a cat, uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. So well, they just haven't introduced the dragon then because the dragon is a very big part dragon, of the Zodiac. I was about to say that's pretty important, man. It's got to be a dragon, right? I mean, some point. I haven't seen one yet. Uh, OK, um, but, you know, with this type of show, um, like uh, overhaul, we could actually have a dragon be the head of another clan or something like that. You know, it's well, uh, how. So how many of the Zodiac are there in Fruits Basket? Do you like know at the top of your head? Because there should be one, two, three, four. There's 12, right? Uh, yeah, the 12 Chinese Zodiac. And they each yeah, like the 12 like animals. Your, 
you're born into a year like you're the dragon you're the rat you're the the tiger you're the ox all that kind of stuff so it'd be interesting yeah. if they added them all if they're not already all in there i'm pretty and, sure they are so okay so you just uh, i don't think i've seen them yet. all so uh i know the i know the leader of the clan um i like i was saying uh akito uh keto um i don't know how to pronounce that uh the way they do i forget off the top of my head we have a running um, theme here on this show <laughs> yeah so probably, probably Akito sounds about yeah. right okay yeah uh so i'm pretty sure uh we haven't seen her transform yet but i'm pretty sure i've seen stuff it says she is a horse so um I'm not sure how a horse became head of the family, but it was like she was born to do it. So maybe it's like, uh, uh, I wish I would have looked into it more. Maybe a horse is deemed higher on the list or something. I don't know. Well, it could be that the dragon or the tiger, one of the more badass animals in a horse is like a member of another family. Cause you're talking about a family, you know, multi family quarrel here. So it could be characters you haven't introduced yet. But I think, Maybe, maybe like the year that the previous uh, leader passed on or passed the road to it, maybe that year was the year of the horse, you know, as well. Okay. So, that I makes don't know. sense. Okay. It would be kind of interesting to see if it like moved around to different zodiac animals, but it can't be the cat because the cat is even more co- cursed than uh, um, the original curse. He turns into like a nasty stinky uh devilish looking cat so interesting uh, but yeah i'm I don't not think sure there's why actually but... a cat zodiac in real life no there's the okay, tiger so... so the tiger is the cat i don't know no the ti- they have a tiger um i'm pretty maybe sure maybe they replaced the there. pig i don't i'm sure no one wanted to be the pig <laughs> so maybe that's why he's kind of like a curse i guess cuz maybe I mean, he's like the family shame, you know, type deal. Huh. Uh, I honestly think that y'all would like this uh, without it being a shonen. I, I always say romance. This show is a romance show, mm-hmm. but it's not. It It is, but it, it isn't. The romance don't get into it until later. It's like a background story. The supernatural uh, with the, the curse um, and the family drama is what this show is all about. So cool okay. cool cool yeah if i've but, learned one one thing um the mangaka who wrote fruits back says doesn't know how to use google and look up the 12 zodiac <laughs> so <that's the> <laughs> hey. but i think this would be a really interesting show if you had like uh rival clans trying to steal you know the secret of the soma uh family or whatever mm-hmm. and try to fight them for it and while they're having this struggle and you know every show you know is even better with a little romance sprinkled in uh and we get that as well so to you uh, i'm joking <laughs> I was gonna say, every show is better with a little boxing sprinkled in which is what you want to add so i'm a big fan yeah. of that so i'm a showing boy at heart yeah so i think y'all would really enjoy this uh um it keeps it pretty original um it just adds uh stuff to you know i would enjoy y'all would enjoy uh even more so um would uh would y'all watch it if it was a shonen sure and he's trying to make more boxing so i'm down yeah Yeah. i mean i'm just imagining a giant monster fighting a giant tiger which sounds badass you know like that sounds like something i would fuck with but um if it's just people like turning into like animals when they get hugged like that's not for me 
<laughs> that's not for me, man. I think that's fair. That's it's not for me. Internal story, bro. It's an uh, internal struggle, Dan. Uh, Weak. <laughs> it's about the story, bro. The mystery, the supernatural. Uh, yeah, you was one to. Uh, I could uh, just go watch Ghostbusters, man. Make that an but, anime. I'll watch that in a heartbeat. But think, think of insomniacs after school, and if they would have pursued the ghost story. Imagine something like that. You would be down for that. So I think you would really that. be down for this. Because, he did say that. Well, no, know, I was more saying that. I was more saying that Insomniacs after school was hanging on by a thread when they got rid of the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you did make that very clear. And it was going to get cut if it didn't get any better. <laughs> and well, luckily they, it got better. They added space. It's doing a little better. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so I think that this would be a really good show. Uh, the boys said they would listen to it. Would y'all listen to it? The you know uh, the listeners. I mean, would watch y'all it. watch it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's know, let's know in Discord for sure. And if you guys can come up with your own that you like, drop it in the comments or uh, in our Discord. Yeah, Perfect. that's all for uh, me. So, Bass, you want to go? Or do you want me to go? I'll go. Yeah. Okay. Let so us I I uh, I did one that we've uh, showed that we've covered here the, uh, the last couple of months, My Hero Academia. So that is a kind of a shonen style show. Um, we've covered it over multiple weeks. We covered the entire season five. But if you're new here or if you haven't seen My Hero, I will explain it briefly. Um, th- with the appearance of Quirks, newly discovered superpowers, it's been steadily increasing over the years in the population. Now up to eighty percent of humanity is possessing these various abilities from manipulation of elements. The shape shifting, superhuman strength, etc. The twenty percent of mankind who don't, do not possess this power, they're called quirkless, and are usually looked down upon in the supernatural community. Academies across the globe train their students to learn to fight crime with their superpowers. Our boy Deku, a boy, a boy born without any superpowers, dreams of be, being able to become the top superhero, but gets bullied all the time because of his unrealistic dreams. One day, his fate changes. And an, un, an unexpected meeting with the number one hero, All Might, our boy. And he is given the chance to become a, his successor. Inherit all for one, a quirk with a dark history, just passed down from successor to successor. Um, he cultivates relationships with his classmates, yada, 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 in order to defeat the main villain. Okay. So, like I said, we covered season five. And this is can definitely creep into my top ten of all time. I'm just waiting to see how the show ends. So I can't put it up there until I see the absolute end. So the change I want to make about this show is, <clears throat> excuse me, the change I want to make in this show is turn it into a slice of life with like a oh. little bit of action. So instead of it being more focused on them getting stronger, um, learning how to use their quirks, I want to focus on them actually being at the school um, and their interpersonal relationships and maybe see some more of the main cast trying to figure out how to use their quirks, how they identify with their quirks. Do they like them? Do they not? Because I'm sure there are people that are fairly powerful, but that don't really like their quirks and people that are not as powerful that really enjoy theirs. So I think it'd be fun to explore that. Um, and quick, just get uh, more quick question huh? though. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there going to be a romance with Deku and Chaco? Bro, it's slice of life. We got to get a little romance <laughs> up in there, dog. I'm going to say, we're already getting that already. You might as well turn it up to 11. That's yeah, exactly let me it. Add it, bro. Let me see and like, it. 
And like, so we already have elements to a slice of life in the show. They do talk about the backgrounds of these characters, uh, their feelings, but I just wanted to see them expand on the interpersonal relationships. So there's also things, you know, there's already things in, in this show, like Shoto's relationship with Endeavor and the rest of his family. We get to see more of that. I think that'd be really good. I think everybody would enjoy that. We already know about Deku's relationship and how he's kind of bullied by Bakugo growing up for being quirkless, but still having a very bright and cheery attitude. Turn that up to 11, like, dang, what you just said. Um, have more flashbacks about conversations and then how that relationship changes into one of respect, mutual respect over time as Deku grows more and more. So I'm thinking less fighting, like I said, and maybe they're just really training montages when they're learning more about their powers. Um, but really just 80% of the show is school. Um, <clears throat> one thing I would like to flesh out, I know at the beginning when Deku was still pretty weak, um, he, he became really good friends with Minata. And I think uh. Minata's like a fun character. He's a, he's a little weirdo, but I think he's <laughs> a fun character. And I'd like to see how them struggling with their feeling of belonging at the Academy, uh, UA High School, how that affects them and how they overcome that and how they really just bond over that would be really, really cool to me. Um, and one thing I want to see a, I would want to see a lot, a lot more of is focusing on the relationships in the family, like Mama Midoriya, uh, Mitsuki Bakugo, uh, Tensei Ida, Tenya's big brother, uh, because I think it'd be some really good play, at least with the Ida family, um, with, with Tensei, getting hurt and not being able to be a hero anymore. Uh, Tenya felt like he had to fulfill some big shoes and he could have, you know, phone conversations or have his brother come to the school and they could talk about their quirk and how he could, you know, be a better leader and things like that. And then we could also have class one, a, I would like to see more of a struggle with uh, Tenya becoming the um, class president. And then kind of like the, the rest of the class rallying behind him and make him feel more comfortable and confident. So those two aspects of the story, I think would be really cool to see. Um, there's so, also some, huh? I, I was going to say, so what a, what a lot of slice of life struggle with, uh, is when you get all these, uh, characters, um, a lot of, uh, different characters, they struggle with showing them, uh, you know, enough and showing enough of their, uh, you know, reactions with their family relationships and stuff like that. Right. But I think My Hero Academia does a really good job at that right now uh, as a shonen, and I think that they could really uh, uh, put some of these other slice of life shows to shame and have a unique show that uh, does focus on like a lot of other uh, characters instead of just like uh, three or four, a handful of people, and they can do it really well. I think. I think, I think so. That it would be a really good. Uh, um, change up in the slice of life world i believe yeah and i'm thinking about it it's not even that you necessarily want my hero to change you just want more backstory and it's not necessarily like changing up the genre but it's basically adding like a 1a season a 2a season a 3 yes. like 1b a 2b a 3b right, and like just flushing story. out of the, the backstory right yeah backstory. We could literally have this as like a side season uh, to actual My Hero and the My Hero Very fans, true. especially like me, the Slice of Life guys, you know, they would love this shit. I would eat it up, you know. <laughs> so. 
Well, I'm glad I, I came up with something that's compelling. Yeah. Um, there are some changes that I do want to make. Those those were kind of like the things that I think what I'm having in my mind could build upon. But we could go a little bit more into the, the class 1A and class 1B conflict. There, we only really get to see a few of the class 1B people, maybe like, you know, the, the more extravagant personalities. We could have like it be an everyday rivalry. You could even, you know, when they go home for summer break and things like that, or like, you know, uh, and things like that, and like Christmas break or whatever, have them struggle to relate to friends from their past. Oh, we all came home back to the same town, but I'm trained to be a superhero now, and my quirkless friend doesn't know how to feel about that. That would be some a really good dynamic to see because, I mean, we all know the quirkless people do get looked down upon sometimes. So we could just kind of see that during the summer breaks and things like that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think one thing you're forgetting here that should be really fun is, you know, there's class 1A, 1A and class 1B, which are the hero courses. Yes. But there's also the business course. And there's also the okay. I, I want to call I don't want to call the engineering course, but the support course. Yeah, the support class. People, where, they're, yeah. where they're focusing on like a lot of really fun stuff that doesn't get put in the forefront besides that one psycho girl mm-hmm. in My Hero. And it'd be really fun to get a look at what that type of life at school is and how those characters potentially interact with class 1A and 1B and things like that. And there's definitely a lot more they could flesh out in this. And like I said, I don't think you want to necessarily rewrite the show. I think you just nah. want, you want, I don't like, think you need to. I think it's a great story. Addendum, addendum seasons, I guess, whatever you want to yes. call it, you know, like you just want to uh, add more to it. And that's something that could happen down the line, you know, too, because the my hero manga is it's, it's in the final stages and with how popular the series is, it might be something that's explored. I'm not sure. I mean, they already have a spinoff of vigilantes. They already have a, I believe that's the only spinoff. But there's mm-hmm. definitely potential for a lot of spinoff with this series just because it's such a broad and vast world. It is. It is. And I think they will do that in the future. It's been so wildly popular. Um, why would they quit making money off hey, of it once the story the, ends, right? When the money's flowing, <laughs> you got to keep it going, you know? <laughs> yes, sir. Dan gets it. That's the money, man. Um, <laughs> but the last thing I want to touch on is like really just get into the ideology of the villains a little bit more. Um, like you've been saying, Dan, just flush it out. I want more. I think we'll get more in the future, but I want to see a lot more of like the relationships and the ideas and the ideologies. So that's pretty yeah. much it for me, man. Yeah, that was, I think it could be pretty awesome. Yeah. And one thing my hero is doing too, is they're kind of getting away from that and focusing more on Deku's struggle, you know, the one for all versus all for one struggle. Right. So I think we're going to start losing a little bit of that. Like what we've seen in the past. I mean, Deku just got back to the school, but things have changed so much that i don't think we're going to get that daily school like place of lifey dynamic we've been getting from my hero so mm-hmm. we're losing what you want is what i'm thinking yeah yeah it's getting away from it I, I thought that was a lot of the charm uh to the beginning part of the story for me awesome so i will get into mine uh this is a show that needs no introduction wealth fame power gold roger <laughs> hey. the space pirates go peace Attained oh. everything this galaxy had to offer. Does One Piece really need an introduction? And you can pick up where I'm going with this. I want space One Piece. I want One Piece in space. Um, the idea of going from island to island is super fun. But if you took the One Piece like story and put it in a space 
anime with mechas instead of like devil fruits. I think this could be really fun. Fucking mechas, bro? Oh. Yeah. So you're taking Mecha away piece? devil fruits completely? I'm taking away devil fruits. Bold. Oh. So Bold. we're going to go away from devil fruits, but instead of having a devil fruit, the characters are going to have a mecha that has a similar ability to their devil fruit. So, so Luffy is going to be Pathfinder off of Apex. He's going to have extended arms, dude. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yes. Yes. Do Flamingo is going to have like strength fingers that shoot spears at people. Like it'd be really fun. I'm with the shit. Yeah. But like, okay. I think it'd be super cool instead of just going island to island and all the islands are super unique. I think you could get way more inventive with planets. Because, you know, you have you have a snow island, you have a tropical island, you have a desert island. But with planets, you could flesh out such a bigger ecosystem. Yes, you, could. you can do whatever. Love, High gravity. Yeah, and who doesn't fucking love space, dude? And also, <laughs> also, if you introduce planets, Luffy could destroy one, maybe. And then they could be put in the same realm as Goku and them. Because that's what they always Planet say. Planet level. You know, planet planet level, level. We, are, we are working our power scale up to 11. Um, <laughs> one thing I wouldn't want to lose, though, is like the animation style of One Piece. Like, it doesn't need to be as goofy, but I still want it to be really over the top. Like, a mecha anime that comes to mind is Gurren Lagan, which is some of the most over the top mecha fights you'll ever see in your life. Like, they just keep turning shit. Like, they go to 11. Very, very enjoyable. And then they go to like 11,000. Um, so I think that idea would be really fun, but I think just seeing, like, I was talking about this ramen commercial, how they redid Marine Ford, the Paramount War, mm-hmm. on a playground. Can you imagine that on an interstellar level? There's just I armadas and fleets of, you know, space cruisers, which replace the pirate ships. Right. Coming at a massive marine satellite. And we would I get, no like, complaints. we would get, like, Gundam-tier massive fight in space and there'd be a bunch of really unique um mechas essentially i mean you look at whitebeard's crew i mean i don't even know what whitebeard would do with his ability with the gura gura nomi i mean like you can't shatter space so would he like create black i mean black holes i don't know but there'd be like it'd be really fun to see yo him creating black holes would be crazy because it is supposed to be like a super over the top powerful ability yeah and you just space them and you make it Black holes. Make, make it make it space, dude. But Gee. I think this would be super fun. Um, I think that the world that Oda has crafted is incredible and is probably the greatest, you know, world building you'll ever see in anime. And I just want that same thing taken to space. I want planets, I want very unique ecosystems. I want, you know, at that point you can introduce alien races. So it's not even just like the long neck and the three eyed tribes. Like you could have such a broad, like he could take it to 11 with his character designs because you could have aliens. You could have everything like that. I think it'd be super fun. And I just love mechas and I love one piece. So why not make him have a baby? (laughs) Well, yeah, as everyone knows, I'm not a big fan on space stuff and I'm not too big of a fan on mecha stuff. So, Uh But this this show, <laughs> One Piece, as a space mecha show, maybe maybe it would break my uh, dislike of those type of things because One Piece, I mean, Yoda, dude, Yoda, 
Imagine Zoro, Zoro's mecha could have three arms or three swords instead of having to keep one in his mouth. Like, there's a bunch of things you can do with it. I mean, the roles of the characters on a ship on the Thousand Sunny mm-hmm. translate so well to what you would see in space. I mean, you need a navigator. You need a helmsman. You need a sharpshooter, a.k.a. the man manning the giant fucking gun. Usopp. Laser cannon God. Usopp. Usopp. Laser, laser cannon Usopp sounds a lot more fun than slingshot Usopp. For real. On the real. Um, I have no idea what Robin's mecha would be because I don't know how you make hands pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it could be super fun, guys. I'd be a big fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just so we don't continue without with this happening, uh, Tyler, do you see? Uh, Is he back? We're having technical difficulties, folks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dan has went uh, AWOL into nah, the space spear. My camera froze, that's all. <laughs> he went into space. <laughs> my camera froze. I lost, I lost Wi-Fi when I was on my rocket to the moon. Ah, it happens, it happens. But yeah, it, that's a, definitely a different approach. And like I said, I have... Uh, I would watch it. And I'm not a big fan of space, like I said, and not a big fan of mechas uh, yet. But, like, I mean, if Otis cooking, I'm eating. <laughs> fair, 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 fair enough, man. I mean, 100%. <laughs> I think it'd just be a really fun way to tell a story. But yeah, yeah, I think it'd be pretty awesome. Well. All right, he's uh, back. There he is. There's our boy. Yeah, uh, I'm back. Okay. yes sir we're back i just had to restart my camera it's all good brother it's all good um well now that we're past that you guys uh want to get into the sub versus dub segment of this show let's do it i think that'll be really fun yes um so i'll do the intro for this one guys um it's the classic you know do you prefer sub do you prefer dub what's your opinions on each one what are some of the pros and cons what do you watch yourself um I'm going to let Dan start this one off. Oh, so, you're putting me on the spot, huh? Yeah, big doubt. Uh, so <laughs> I hate this debate. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. Um, I, I think so. that yeah. if you're going to enjoy anime, just enjoy it how you want to. Like, if, if, you, if you don't want to read subtitles, that's perfectly fine. Um, we are going to get into the pros and cons of each. But like... Just enjoy the genre, man. Anime is fucking awesome. And if you don't want to read subtitles, that's fine. If you're cool waiting like three weeks, this is my probably my biggest con with dubbed versus subbed is that with subbed, you can watch it simulcast. So like the episode airs in Japan and then it's here and we can watch it. But if you're watching dubbed, there are certain shows that don't get dubbed. And then if it's a popular show, it's like a three to four week wait. So you got to sit around for a month while you're getting spoiled on Twitter, on the internet, everywhere it's else. It's brutal too, man. It's, it's, it's a brutal thing. <laughs> while you got to wait. I mean, I know Bass was watching um, Attack on Titan dubbed instead of subbed. And he was like a season behind. Like at you, all times. You know what I had to do to stop myself from getting spoiled? I had to leave the... And I did this a long time ago. I had to leave the Attack on Titan subreddit. I had to ban the words on my Twitter. <laughs> i put in like aaron i mean i put in all the characters attack on titan um so i was i had to be blind to it but after a while i was like okay like i can't do this forever i'm surprised hey, like you're you aren't getting spoiled uh with one piece manga on twitter 
Like they've been going crazy lately, the latest uh, manga chapters on Twitter. The Man, spoilers. I get spoiled so. every day with One Piece. It's impossible. Like it's, <laughs> it's literally just impossible not to get it spoiled if you're on Twitter. Um, I purposely don't like One Piece related manga posts just so Bass doesn't see them. I'm that kind of friend. True, true. My guy. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep that in mind, Bass. When I right. browse and Twitter. Thank you. No, that's that's real bro shit right there. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So getting back to it, my opinion on sub versus dubbed is I watch shows when they release subbed, and then usually if it's a show I really enjoy, I'll go back and watch it dubbed when the entire season's complete. Because there's a good chance that you know when you're reading, there's a chance that you don't pick up on some subtlety. Like you might miss a joke, you might miss something like that, but when it's in your native tongue, it comes out and you can hear it and it just comes across better sometimes. I will say that is also a caveat because sometimes when you listen to something in English, it doesn't have the exact same meaning as it had in Japanese and you might miss out on some of that like Japanese subculture that does get put in anime. So it has its pros and its cons. But um, that's usually how I approach a show. Um, there are some shows that I like better dubbed. Fire Force is one of them. I really love the voice acting in Fire Force. Yeah. And, you know, I watched it subbed, then dubbed. And then I went back with season two and I did the same thing. I was like, I kind of like watching this dubbed more. Personally, that's but, one show that it is better dubbed, in my opinion, right? Um, instead of us taking turns, I kind of just wanted us to it just be a little bit more freeform definitely. Uh, for this one. So going back to like some of the jokes that you might miss if you're not from Japan and you don't understand the subculture, um, I, I've noticed sometimes um, when there's a good dub, it'll actually transform it to like a local joke that you understand, right? Like somebody might say, you know, ain't that about a bitch. But if you translated that to another language, it'd be like, that's not about a female dog. And people would be like, what? <laughs> so good dubs, high quality dubs actually do that for you. But on the other side of that, a poor dub might just put the, the, the idiom from Japan in it. And like you're sitting there, that made literally no sense. So I noticed one that uh, I noticed one uh, anime, Finland Saga, that has terrible subtitles. I mean, absolutely horrendous um, compared to the dub. We had is it both on Netflix. Uh, is it it probably Netflix? is Netflix. Um, that's the only place where I could find it dubbed. And I'm watching my sister, and she only does dub. She doesn't yeah. want to sit there and read. She's not like a hardcore anime fan. Um, but we've been re really been enjoying that. But she likes to watch things with subtitles on, even if it is in English. Yeah. And we do too at the house, but it's because oh, okay. we got uh, uh, wild dogs running around. So it's kind of hard to hear sometimes, you know? Uh, so. That makes sense. But yeah, no, like the, the subtitles were terrible. It might just be because it is on Netflix. Um, I don't know if those are the official translations. They might be. I, I don't know. Um, but the actual dub part of it made a lot more sense. It was, and it was a lot more impactful. So that's something you got to watch out. It's a, it can be a pro, but it can be a big con depending on the quality of either it being subbed or dubbed. So in my personal uh, opinion... I think a lot of the older shows like One Piece, Naruto, um, you know, uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, just like older shows, I think the dubbed dubs are like on the same level as the subbed, in my opinion. And I think now newer gen anime, it really falls off uh, for the most part, unless they're like a big name show. And even even some of them don't hit right. Uh, 
Do do y'all have the same uh, feeling of that? Like the older gen dubbed is way better than newer gen dubbed nowadays. Not at all. Some older gen dub is god awful. Uh, yeah, I had the flip to what you, to what you think. Um, um, so I guess going off of that, based on what Tyler's saying, there is a very prominent group. Um, it's called the Sentai Cast. That's the dubbing company that Funimation uses. They're based in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's where you see people like Christopher Sabat. Just off the top of my head, he is one of the best anime voice actors in the dub world there is. He's probably the best, in my opinion. He's the most well-known. I mean, he's like a bunch of characters in Dragon Ball Z. He is Yami. He is Zoro. He is so many characters. And his voice is just so well-known. He's All Might, both big guy and little guy. So, like, he's just super fantastic at his job. And one thing you'll miss if you watch only subbed is you're going to miss his voice acting, which is top fucking tier. It's phenomenal. We love Chris. Yeah, um, big fans. <laughs> but just so I don't forget, I will tell our audience that I typically watch things dubbed. Um, and I, I notice uh, if, I, if I say that on Twitter, I get a lot of flack. So one thing I would like to say to our audience, lay off of us a little bit, bro. We just trying to enjoy some anime like the everybody else, man. Um, but yeah, I, I watched. I don't religiously watch like dub or anything like that. It's just it depends on the quality of it. If there's a high quality dub versus a sub, I'm going to watch the dub. Um, I'm typically like doing things around my house when I have the TV on or somebody might be, might call me or text me. So that way I don't have to lock in like a hundred percent and read the episode. Yeah. Is I mean, no, go for it, Tyler. I was going to say, if you're, if you're watching sub, like if somebody calls or texts you, you got to pause that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pause it. Um, if something grabs your attention for a few seconds, you might yeah. have to rewind it because you don't know if what they said was just really important. Um, my biggest gripe about having to watch sub is um, I'll just stare at the bottom of the screen. I don't get <laughs> to enjoy the actual art. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm watching One Piece, like I literally watch some parts twice so I can look at the episode. Um, I don't um, know if anybody else struggles with that, but even when something's in English and it has subtitle, subtitles, I don't watch a lot of TV with my sister for that reason. Hmm. I'll just sit there and stare at the words. I can't help it. I'm like a flat of light, bro. <laughs> so I was actually, so when you talked about Vinland Saga, I was like, I wonder who dubs that. And it turns out that if you're going to watch it, um, it's being released in on Netflix and Crunchyroll mm-hmm. with the distribution rights right now. And it's two different casts doing the dub. So I think Crunchy is better. I'm gonna mm. so Crunchyroll stuck to the same company that did season one, okay, which used accents, did things of that nature. And I guess though Netflix dub now doesn't give like Englishmen Cockney accents, and it doesn't give the Danish the Danish people Danish accents. So it's all just whitewashed in like standard <laughs> accents. So if you're gonna watch Vinland Saga dubbed, do not watch it on Netflix. Go spend the five ninety nine a country roll, whatever the hell it is now, <laughs> and please do yourself a favor and watch it with the right voice casting. Um, Interesting. I've been watching it on Netflix. I really didn't notice, but like I so, said, I'm not usually locked in when I'm watching something dubbed. So, so that's that, something to do with it too. <laughs> fair enough. But that brings me to another interesting point that I've said a few times now is so if a show is based in like I mean anime is written about people all over the world. An example for this is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for me. Um, the basic, the first, you know, story takes place in England. And watching that with Japanese voice acting, it's just weird to me because I'm like, these guys should speak English. 
Full Metal right. Alchemist is another one. You know, it's based in Amestria, which is basically like, you know, Germany, give or take. And it's like, they should be speaking German, but English sounds closer. It's a Germanic language, so it sounds more realistic than right. watching something in Japanese, like European, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, so like things like that too, you know, certain shows, like to get the right vibe, I watch dubbed. That's fair. That's, that's, that's actually a really good point. Um, and uh, I, I do want to give another con to, to dub here. Um, there's a good few, but it's, it's the same thing for sub with me, at least. Um, kind of the opposite of what Tyler was saying earlier. I think that if you're, if you're dub, if your show is not as popular or if it's older, it can be rough. The dub can be bad. Um, <laughs> especially like the four kids era. I'm oh. so glad we're past that. Oh my God. Some of those dubs, like the one piece dub for four kids. Top notch. <laughs> okay he's trolling whoa no, it gave us the one piece rap okay that's all we need i don't need to watch the show we just have the rap dude Bro, okay okay i need Damn. you to put your naruto easy. headband on right now easy Bro, the one piece rap is so funny and speaking of that too there's a naruto version of if you listen to the naruto germany opening it is fucking it's hilarious, gas, bro. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Gas. But like, there's certain things that you won't pick up if you only watch, you know, one way. If you only watch subbed or if you only watch dubbed, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. And I think that's kind of the point we're getting here is that they're both good ways to enjoy anime. It just really depends on the show. It depends on you and it depends on how long he went away to watch it, you know? Very true. So, me personally, I know Bass has said, uh, but me personally, I prefer subbed. Uh, I listen to subbed uh, ninety five percent of the time. Um, I'm with Dan and Bass as well. Nothing is wrong with either. Uh, they're both good for different situations, different people. Uh, the only time I watch dubbed really is for like nostalgia purposes, or if I'm rewatching an anime and the dubbed version is good quality. Mm-hmm. I will not watch it dubbed if it is shitty. No way. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Bad voice acting it can ruin a show. That's the same point, though, is you can get some pretty shitty sub shows, too, if it's just bad voice acting. I mean, that's just universal. You know, it doesn't matter Very what true. language is in. Like, I mean, one of the big thing, the qualms I have with sub shows is that like you get like the lolly characters and they're so fucking loud and annoying. And it's like, I don't want to listen squeakers. to this. I, I don't yeah. need I don't need chipmunks in my fucking anime, you know, <laughs> like. And speaking of that, like. Um, another thing going off of what Dan said, uh, if you listen to subs, uh, the, if the anime has a character that whines and cries a lot, the subbed voice actor, uh, is usually a hundred percent more annoying than the dubbed version in my experience. Yeah. At least in English. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, I, I actually looked in to this a little bit and, um, it came up with a good reason. So. Dubbed in other other countries is actually usually really really good. Like French dub, um, I think me and you, Dan, we were drunk one day at your house and we watched I think the French version of a uh, Attack on Titan scene because I was trying to find one. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Like there was like, some good emotion in it. And um, the German dubs, I mean, like the I mean all of the languages, right, except for um, English. And something I didn't think about was in America we export a lot of our culture. Uh, a lot of our TV shows, uh, movies. So what ends up happening is the voice acting scene in other countries is way more competitive because there's more content that they need to dub. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, we export more 
media than any other country tenfold. I mean, Hollywood is here. It's Hollywood. Yeah, you know? it's, it's Hollywood, yeah. Like, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you look at, like, the top ten movies of all time, they probably all come from America. You know, you got the right. Avengers, you got all that stuff up there, and, like, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Like, it's it's all come from here. And, like, you're saying is that there's a lot more content to dub in different languages, so that makes perfect sense. I never really thought yeah. about that. Me either. I, I just, like, went down the rabbit hole when I was uh, just kind of looking into this argument and trying to start up some talking points. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting, and I was wondering why English dub lacks so far behind um, the uh, other countries. So that, that's a good reason. I hadn't really thought about it, like you said, Dan. Uh, but I just wanted to point that out. Somebody's listening overseas. You're probably be like, you know what? My, my dub's fine. My dub is great. Yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> it can be very spotty here in the States. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And like I said, I think there's really one key dubbing organization in the U.S. that does a good job. And if they're not doing it, they just find other voice actors. And there's only one good one. So in the end, <laughs> you know, it's there's a handful. There's a handful. But like we have. Chris is the guy, right? Chris is. Well, no, no, I'm not saying actors. There's plenty or voice actors. There's plenty of good voice actors, but they all work for that one company. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, that is yeah, true. Yeah. That is true, actually. That's why you'll notice if you watch English dubbed anime, there's so many familiar voices. And there's a lot they, of they times. They repeat all the time. Yeah. But there's a lot of times where it'll be the same person. You won't even notice. Yeah. Like, some of them I, voice actors be going crazy. They'll be. Um, Chris has been multiple people on one show. A few yeah. times, yeah. And oh, you he's Vegeta, know. he's Piccolo, he's yep. at least four other people on that show. Yeah, I think he's like <laughs> half the show, actually, so go shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to point that out because, I mean, some of our, 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 our listeners and viewers might be tuning in from somewhere outside of the United States and not really understand the conversation that we're, we're having. Yeah, I think for me personally, uh, one of the reasons why I prefer subbed over dubbed uh, for like most of my newer stuff that I'm watching is that uh, you're able to like hear and feel the emotions in the dialogue so much better in my opinion uh, I don't does do you feel like that, that way Dan um to a degree yeah I think there's definitely multiple shows where the emotion comes across better in the native language um, especially with anime because that's how it's written but again you can get like a dub that has just as much emotion, if not more. I mean, yeah. the scene in My Hero Academia where Jesus Christ, All Might is punching one for all in the big fight before he retires is way fucking better dubbed. It is way more emotional. He puts way more into it and it sounds better. Um, it's We're also some... talking about uh, legend ghost shit. So. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying like that's a scene where the dub is better than the sub for, for like delivering yeah. the emotion, you know, and there's others in it, but that's the one that really comes to mind. And I think, you know, we could probably go down a rabbit hole of finding scenes like that. But that's just one that comes to the forefront of my mind. True. And I don't one that I want to one that I want to point out is uh, Aaron Aaron Erwin's speech in Attack on Titan, where he okay. says my soldiers fight my soldiers rage. I thought the the English dub was head and shoulders over the, the, the Japanese sub on that one. Um, just being able to hear that in English and him screaming that, it was fantastic voice acting. And I thought it would just, it just hit a little bit heavier for me. Because I yeah. have watched all of Attack on Titan dubbed 
and then going back and watch the sub and it just didn't it didn't feel the same to me yeah and that's another case of a really really good voice actor from you know the dub side i mean that's j michael tatum he's also the voice of tenya that comes to mind there's a bunch mm-hmm. of shows that he's very prominent he's in the same the same uh company you know as save it and top. everybody else so top you're gonna hear his voice a lot um but yeah that's another guy like i mean i really enjoyed the attack on titan dub because again it feels like i mean they're all they're, there's only like two japanese people in the entire show Mm-hmm. And that brings me to a whole different debate. But like when they made the Attack on Titan live action movie, I thought it was horrendous because they just left all that culture out of it and only used Japanese actors. Interesting. I so seen you that. lose you lose a lot of like the history in that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and another thing I want to bring up as far as a uh, sub goes for me, uh, the, one of the reasons why I like it as well is that. Uh, while listening to subbed, you can actually pick up on uh, the Japanese language, the phrases and stuff. You can actually kind of learn a little bit of Japanese, which is pretty neat. You know, learning a new language, learning how to be more of a weeb, you know? We love <laughs> it's that. true. <laughs> yeah. we, all, we all know what baka means. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's hands of... down. I mean, that's the one that comes to mind that everybody knows. Nani? Oh, Nani, dude. That, 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 that's it for me. Nani? Yeah. <laughs> Yada yada, which is like good grief. Like there's a bunch of sayings that you'll pick up. But again, it's not like I could just start speaking Japanese because I watch anime. Like that's, that's never true. gonna happen. I think my it's, it's like my, so my uh, all my friends know what nani means because I use it all the time. Nani. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. I I I uh, I guess I am a little bit of a weep. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don't even worry about it. For sure, for sure, dog. But it is pretty cool to know that you can like uh kind of pick out some words every now and then and or say them to say them you know to your uh buddies that especially aren't weebs and like they have no idea what you're talking about i would but just get made, i would get made fun of so i don't do that <laughs> oh dang but, you know if we said it to each other i don't you know, do it around all my friends i will say that <laughs> One thing that I think is really interesting in the subverse dub debate is that with our favorite MC of all time, Luffy, he's actually voiced by a female, both dubbed and subbed, which I think is interesting. You know, you figure if he comes, you know, if they're going to make a male character in the United States, they would, you know, like, let's get it. Let's get a male to do it. But nope, it's it's calling Clickbird. And and I don't know the name of the uh, the Japanese voice actress, but Mm -hmm. It's it's just cool to see that they that keep things awesome. like that to get that similar dialect, you know? Uh, Naruto is too, I believe. Yeah, so. Naruto is a female as well. Oh, that's yeah. why it's so it. fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <chill>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, I, I do want to say, like, if you guys, you know, find yourself, like, doing stuff around the house, uh, dubs a little bit better for that, or if you get distracted easily. Uh, you're texting people a lot, like like myself, and you got to look away. Dub's really, really good for that. Um, yeah. I'm trying like to work in some some pros too. too. So, huh? I said I like watching dub like while I'm at work, like on breaks and stuff, because you can't. It's hard to focus in like a break room environment, you know. A lot of shit going on. True. So you know, but Definitely, especially man. especially is like longer if you're gonna like binge One Piece or. Binge Naruto or somebody's heavy, heavy hitting uh, anime, you know, uh, I think dubbed is definitely the way to go um, because they're just so good um, for those shows. And 
you can get a, get a lot more under your belt, you know? For sure. I, I can't do the One Piece dubbed. Really? The only voice that messes with me <laughs> is Usopp's voice actor. Usopp. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad, man. Who's so annoying everywhere, bro? <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty. I mean, it's not even the, the voice actor's fault. That's just how the character is supposed to sound. I mean, he's annoying in Japanese too. But let's just. I mean, out. for sure, it, it's it, it, yeah. It's a little bit different in English to me. <laughs> um, and funny story, like I actually watched, um, I think the first like four hundred and fifty to five hundred and fifty episodes, uh, dubbed, and then I ran out of dubbed. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to go watch the sub now. Um, so that's actually made me watch even more sub. So Because like, I kind of got used to it, and, and I had to do it because I didn't have another choice. So I, I was the same way with One Piece. And uh, I don't know if you it hit you as well, but when I switched from dubbed to subbed One Piece, mm-hmm. like, I was shocked, bro, because that's just how different like Luffy's voice was. Like it was just way different. You went. He went from sounding like Naruto ish, like the raspy voice, to like a like a like a higher pitch voice. You know, yeah. So. Went, went from sounding like a woman who chain smokes fifty packs of cigarettes a week. <laughs> that raspy voice, you know, like I totally I like, see that. I was like, bro, I'm gonna have to relearn all this. Uh, who's who? Because I have no idea. You know, good, all right. Good thing. So. Good thing they focus on their faces. <laughs> Did you feel the same way, Bass? Sorry, I got distracted. My cat had the attack eyes on me. I had to throw a, throw a toy. I, I do apologize about that. I said, <laughs> when, when when we switched from dub to subbed One Piece, all of a sudden, did you get surprised by like Luffy and the other characters? How much of a change it actually was? It was in their tough voices? for me. I, I had a. Yeah. It was around the Marine Ford time. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually when they were in the prison, and it it took me like probably a month to get back into it. Um, even though I knew Marine Ford was fucking coming up, right? Um, spoilers, right? It's just it's what happens when you're that far behind <laughs> on something. A decade. Um, so it was hard for me. Um, now, when I go back and like watch old things in the dub, it feels weird, just like it was going to the sub. And it, it's kind of funny how that happens. Your ear just gets used to the, the voice actors after a while. Oh, that'd be exactly it. I mean, imagine if you were talking to your friend and all of a sudden they started sounding entirely different. You know, you'd be like, this is weird. Yes. And like, what'd when you do with my friend? When you're binging One Piece, it's like just such a big part of your life because you're like cranking out like six to eight episodes a day, you know, like you're going at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I made the, the calculated decision to switch at the time skip. Okay. Because I knew the dub was going to come up. I was going to catch up because Bass was complaining about it. And I was like, all right, time skip. We're getting two years in the future. Their voices are going to change because they're they're two years older, and I'm good. Oh yeah, you watched it a couple years after me. Yeah, so it was up to the time skip. That's good for you, dude. I had to stop like in the. It was in the middle of like the arc. But so one of that, the it made it yeah. tough for me. Oh, dude, that, that, the, that's smart. That's that's how you that's how you do it. I'm right big there. brain, dude. But one of the biggest <laughs> things we miss by watching um, One Piece dubbed at the beginning instead of subbed is we miss Crocodile because his subbed voice acting is just so fucking good. It really is. You, I I cannot lie about that. That's talent right there. And I haven't I haven't went back and like watched uh, One Piece and subbed all the way, you know. So I have no idea. You just, I just gotta watched. go watch the scene in Impel Down where he's in the cell laughing and says Mugiwara in like the perfect fucking way. <laughs> that's all you need, dude. That's what we, that's what that's what that I missed. Gave me chills. Yeah, that gave me chills right there. Like yeah, okay. saying Straw Hat doesn't hit the same way, you know. Okay. 
But, you know, I think the moral of our subverse dub debate is do what's best for you, man. If you want to watch it one way, that's fine. We're not going to shit on you. And if anybody shits on you, me and Bows will beat them up. Yeah. And I'll, nice, I'll, I'll be nice. I, I got their bags. <laughs> if they start losing, I got them. So. Tyler's, Tyler's gonna sit there pulling out the cell phone, yelling "World Star." He is jumping in. Nani? But yeah, but awesome. But yeah, I was. Perfect. I was just gonna say we're glad to have as many weaves as we can. You know, just watch anime, bro. That's all yeah. we're asking. Enjoy watch the anime. art, bro. Enjoy the genre. Exactly. It's like, I can't get my wife to watch half the half the movies I want to watch because she doesn't like to read subtitles. Even though now she started watching all her shows on with subtitles because I have subtitles on Hulu, <laughs> Netflix, everything. Because <laughs> I'm watching anime on them, so they're just there. Right. She's like, I kind of like the subtitles. I'm like, so, oh. Mm. But, but you can't read them if it's in a different language? Come on, Katie. <laughs> Damn. but awesome guys well we appreciate y'all joining for this week's anime dgens podcast like always i'm going to shamelessly plug our socials go to linktree.com slash anime dgens join our discord come say what's good there check us out on tiktok youtube twitter you know we'll we'll send Airware. you a smoke signal if you want one Airware. i don't give a shit yes tyler, tyler can figure out smoke signals he's probably a yeah. boy scout yeah, no, I, I wasn't, but damn, I got a lot of, you, you know, acreage out here. We can figure it out, bro. <laughs> Dope, guys. But awesome. Let us know if you prefer subbed or dubbed in the disc, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.